What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Effing Terrible Podcast. And, uh, fuck. Uh, week 18. The uh, final game just ended for everybody who stayed up late to watch the fucking shit show that is the Chargers. Uh, I, I need, I mean, I literally, it, the, the kick went through, I turned the volume down on the TV and hit record and I don't even know where to start. Um, I guess the least amount of information or the least that I'll bring up is going to be good on the Raiders um, for all the shit that's happened to them this year. In case you forgot, uh, you're talking about the, you know, the Chucky thing. I mean, Gruden gets canned for his emails getting released and him being like a, a some sort of closet bigot racist guy, which I'm going to tell you right now, if anybody else's emails come out from those teams, those old fucks that own these teams, it's going to be a, a downfall. I, I mean, the guys, I mean, and, and Gruden's suing them rightfully because they only released his emails and not all the other Jagoffs that are saying the same thing. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day, but if you start going through everyone's emails and releasing them all, they're all going to be fired. The shit that they probably say to each other, I mean, it's it's they'd all be fired. It is what it is. And then, you know, Ruggs and his DUI crash that takes a woman's life. And then flash forward to a, not, you know, a few months later and Hobbs, his DUI. Like, how the fuck? How the fuck after you have a DUI crash where a chick gets killed? who's a, from a Raiders player. Do you have another Raider that gets a DUI? What's going on, dude? Come on, get your shit together. But, I mean, through all that, they find a way to backdoor their way into the playoffs. So, good for them. First round out, almost guaranteed, but whatever. Now on to the most important thing. Brandon Staley, the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, should be fired. He should be fired right now. Like, immediately. I don't give a shit. That guy is gone. You should kick him off of your fucking plane. Get him out of there. The amount of times that he has gone for it on fourth down in the most ridiculous scenarios is unacceptable. Unacceptable. This guy went for it a shit ton against the Chiefs and cost them the game. And then tonight, on fourth down, on your own 18-yard line, down three, you go for it. And don't get it and give the ball to the Raiders where they score. That is not acceptable. You single-handedly cost your team multiple games this year, which led directly to them not making it into the playoffs. These guys, including Justin Herbert, who is an absolute fucking stud, who can just sling that fucking pigskin all over the yard. He is a man. Dude 
came up tonight, and if you watched the fourth quarter, the last drive of that game, and watched Justin Herbert get that team on his back and just keep pushing, just keep carrying them, getting the ball where it needed to be, that kid is awesome. And to know that you were even in that scenario because your coach is a fucking idiot is one thing. But here's the one that is kind of crazy to me. The idea that both teams could have made it into the playoffs if there was a tie. And as we were approaching the end of overtime, you could, it, it really appeared, and I don't know that they'll ever admit it, but it appeared like the Raiders were ready to just go ahead and let the clock completely run down. And the Chargers called a timeout for some reason. I don't know why they called a timeout. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. It sounded like Collinsworth was the same way. It's He was baffled because it seemed like the Chargers were letting it, or the, I'm sorry, the Raiders were letting it go. They were going to let it run down. They weren't going to take any chances. Everybody's in. The Steelers are out. Fuck them. And that was how it was going to go. And then Staley makes the call to take a timeout. It just didn't seem, I don't know, it seemed fucking stupid. It seemed like he just can't get out of his own fucking way. And I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to say about that. The Chargers have issues on the offensive line with injuries, you know, with Blaga, whatever. But they have a tight wide receiver core. They have a great back in Eckler. The kid, Justin Jackson, is backup. Not not terrible either. They got backs. They've got Bosa on the defensive end. They got, they got a quarterback, man. They have got a quarterback, so you're always in a game. But not when your fucking coach is punching numbers and trying to tell you the statistics you don't go for it on fourth and one or fourth and a one and a half on your own 18 in the third quarter when you're down three. You don't do that. That's stupid. It's fucking stupid. And if he's going to get on this post-game press conference and say, like, well, that's what we do. We go for it. No. No, these are people's fucking careers, dude. These are their livelihoods. How many chances are they going to get to go to the playoffs? Who knows? You know, you don't know. So it's it baffles me. I'm I'm at a loss for words. Great game. You know, great game for, you know, the aesthetic value of it, but I I'm a Herbert fan. Like I like Justin Herbert a lot. And he's fun to watch. I think he's cool. I like him. But I can't root for a team with a coach like that. That guy's a fucking turd burglar. He is fucking stupid. You can look at him and tell he's out of place. Look at his face. Look at Brandon Staley's face. He doesn't belong. Get that fucking guy off of a football team. Let him go play polo or some shit or chess. That guy's a fucking nerd. And I don't want statistics. I don't want to hear your stats on probabilities. Go fuck yourself. You lost that game and cost your young team an opportunity to go to the playoffs. And in a year where, I'm sorry, I don't think the AFC is 
all that terrifying. I mean, clearly the Chiefs are good and have kind of gotten back into form, but they haven't really put together a game that makes me terrified. Like, they can fuck up. They fuck up left and right. So that's not terrifying. The Bills are beatable. Everyone's proved that to you. The Jaguars proved it to you. You know, and then what your number one seed is the the Titans? That you there aren't that many people that are buying that. Like that's a tough team. They're annoying, but there aren't people that are calling them world beaters. Like the AFC's wide open, and for you to fucking cornhole your team out, just you know, number crunch your way, your team away out of a playoff game, you're an idiot. You should be fucking fired, dude. You should go. I'm sorry, Brandon Staley. You gotta go. Continuing on with the things that need to go. Today was the what what had to be the last game in Matt Nagy's coaching career. Um, side note: earlier this week they had talked that Justin Fields may play, and then he got COVID and couldn't play. So thank God for that because it would be just bare enough for that kid to play and end up blowing out his ACL and MCL and then being not around for next year whenever the new coach comes in. So thank God he didn't play. And now on to Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy's fucking terrible. Matt Nagy is Matt, Matt Nagy's just a fucking deba- he's, he's, he's awful. At least he doesn't make the stupid bullshit like go for it on fourth down calls like Staley does. But Matt Nagy's play calling is fucking hor- horrific. And even when he gives up, and I'm air quoting, gives up play calling, you know he's got his fingers all over these dumb plays that he runs. And today, when they were down, they were up four, and he goes for it on fourth down in his own end. And instead of just pounding the fucking rock with your stud running back, you decide to do play action with your aging free agent, one-year signing shithead of a quarterback. What are you doing? Like, why? Run the ball. Run the fucking ball. You picked up a free agent quarterback and only liked him enough to give him one-year contract, which you overpaid like crazy for, and he's been garbage. Can't see the field because he's no good. And instead of giving the ball to your running back, who rarely goes down on first contact, you give it and you put the ball in Andy Dalton's hand. Sounds like a fucking winning idea. News Newsflash, it was not... And they lost. They lost to the Vikings, and it wasn't even close. They got blown out from that point. They quit. They quit on that team, which I don't blame them because I would have quit on. I probably would have quit on Nagy a long time ago too, because he's a fucking asshole too. Nagy ought to fucking go. Thank God he's gone. But here's the problem: if you are a Bears fan, which I am not, because I refuse to have any association with a team that will allow that kind of fucking nonsense to carry on in their organization, that garbage that goes on there. The way they pick coaches and players is just unbelievable. The things that they have screwed up, I don't even know how they pull that shit off. You don't deserve a team like that. But here's the problem. If you do not fire Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy all at once and do a house cleaning and get rid of Phillips and just clean house, everyone's got to go. If you don't do that, you will never change. If you keep Ryan Pace either in his current role or move him laterally like president of football operations or some bullshit where he still has an input, 
You're not going to get any good talent in here as far as leadership. No coach will come here worth his salt. No good football coach is going to come to Chicago when they have a lame duck GM sitting in office. With Ryan Pace being on the fence of whether they like him or he sucks or he doesn't suck or whatever, no coach wants to come in here with that. No coach that's any good. Because what happens is when that coach gets here, he has a year, maybe two, and if they don't succeed, then they're going to be screaming for Ryan Pace's job, and they will fire him. And then once they fire him, you're going to start looking for a new GM. And then when the new GM comes in, he's going to want a good coach, a new coach. He's going to want his coach, the coach he picks. So what I'm trying to say here is that no good coach wants to come in with a lame duck GM he has no contact with, and no good GM is going to come in with an existing coach. They don't want to be saddled with each other. You need to do what the Chicago Bulls did, which is clean house, and then start all anew. Donovan, AK, let them go ahead and work together from Jump Street and have it all be on them. It's the only way to do it. And you mark my words, you're gonna if you don't get rid of pace, you're not gonna be a rely you're not gonna be a, a legitimate spot for good coaches to want to go. And you'll just keep doing what you're doing, which is tripping over each other with different players, different philosophies, different offensive philosophies, different everything. And it's going to just fucking suck. You'll fuck it up, which the Bears most likely will do. Keeping in the Bears Chicagoland area, if you are in the Midwest and you listen to sports radio, there is a sports reporter, uh, a journalist reporter uh, figure. I know he writes for uh, Pro Football Weekly, I believe. If not being like a major owner of it, he might have something more of it. He also has a vote for MVP, and his name is Hub Arkish. This past week, Hub Arkish came out and said that there was no way he was ever going to vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because he's a jerk and he doesn't like him, and he's not going to vote for a, a jerk like that for the being the MVP. And this basically comes down to the idea that Hub Arkish thinks it's not cool that he didn't get vaccinated. You, sir, should have your fucking vote ripped out of you. You should never vote for a sporting award ever again. Ever. Ever. It's garbage. It's bullshit. MVP for this league, it does not matter if you're a dick or you're not vaccinated. It doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers is so fucking clearly the most valuable player again this year. It's not even fucking close. And for Hub Arkish to sit there and say he's not going to vote for him because he thinks he's a jerk? Aaron Rodgers is right on when he answered and said, that guy's a bum. Hub Arkish, you're a fucking bum. Bum. You're a fucking bum, dude. That is garbage. You are supposed to vote on the, mo- vote on the most valuable player in the league, and there is no one in the ballpark as valuable to his team as Aaron Rodgers. And that's because you are a get-off-my-lawn old fuck who does not want to adapt or change or be any different. You just you won't have any fucking knowledge of it being anything other than how you like it. You old, curmudgeon fucking shithead. Hubarkish, you're a piece of trash. You, Nagy, and Brandon Staley, you can go fuck yourselves. You guys are trash.
The Rams-Niners game, if you guys watched that one, was epic. Uh, great, great game. Um, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I, 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 At the beginning of the year, I picked Matt Stafford as an MVP candidate because I know he was wasting away in, in Detroit. That being said, Matt Stafford is much better than he showed in Detroit. But Matt Stafford is still flawed. That guy makes bad decisions sometimes, gets a little happy feet. The guy can't stop throwing pick sixes. I don't know what that's about. But, yeah, Stafford is good. He is a second-tier quarterback. You know, maybe not a top tier, but he's close. He can have games where he goes nuts and he'll be great. But, you know, the Niners are going to end up. So, I mean, our setup here. Uh, that we were looking at, you know, so Saturday after this game just ended, you're getting Bill's Pats again. Cannot wait to see that. Um, personally, I think the Bills are going to win that game easily. Not that I'm terrified of the Bills. I think they're that great, but the, the Pats are just, they're flawed right now. Like, you cannot expect Mac Jones to come in and be a world beater. Uh, it takes time. Belichick can scheme all he wants, but you still need a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes and can make some plays. And and Mac can, but it's not going to be enough. Um, I think the Bills win. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's a blowout or anything, but I think the Bills take that. So then the Raiders play the Bengals. I think the Bengals fuck them up. I think the Bengals will go in there and absolutely fuck up rid of the Raiders. Well, the Raiders will go to the Bengals and get fucked up, is what I mean. Um, Joey. Big Dick Joe, Joey B's, is a stud. He's a stud. There is an argument out there to be made that his numbers are equivalent or should put him in a conversation for MVP as well. The touchdowns are there. The yards are there. He does throw more picks, but he throws the ball a lot, like a whole lot. And he's a second-year quarterback, so, I mean, that'll happen, but I, I get it. You don't want to make an argument for anyone but Aaron Rodgers for some reason. You, know, well, you hate him, you don't hate him, whatever. But the bottom line is Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, but Joe Burrow is good. Uh, the Bengals, uh, you're going to have to put up a lot of points because your defense is Swiss cheese. So thinking there's no way you're winning a Super Bowl this year, but get a little experience in there, and then next year make a play on some uh, defense, you know, and then shore up your offensive line. But Super stoked about that one. So, yeah, let me run it down real quick. Bills, Pats, Saturday, Bengals, Raiders. Then Sunday you're looking at Eagles, Bucks, Niners, Cowboys. And then for some fucking reason, Cardinals, Rams, Monday afternoon. Or, well, Monday night. But, like, for L.A., it's like a midday afternoon. Like, four, five, six, something like that. For, for the kickoff, I I don't get the Monday thing. I don't. I mean, I, I, whatever fucking i'd rather it be sunday i don't know maybe i'm just used to that shit but uh so just shooting through early like and we haven't made any picks yet we'll do our picks and i'll probably hit up midweek and i'll i'll, I'll throw you what we're thinking but bucks beat the eagles i think the 49ers might beat the cowboys if not it'll be close 49ers are terrible or terrifying they can play defense they can run the ball debo samuel's a monster Ayuk's good George Kittle is ready to have a George Kittle game. It's been a minute. He might have one. Like, it's crazy. Like, 
you know, and then you, oh, I'm sorry, Sunday the Chiefs Pittsburgh too. I don't I don't see that being a much of an issue. The Chiefs are going to put them out of put Big Ben out of his misery. Uh, Cardinals Rams. I think the Rams win that game. I think the Cardinals are a farce. I don't think they're real. I think they're they show their ass all the time. Like they just too many holes. And maybe if you get D Hop back, they might feel better. He'll be a little rusty. Yeah, I say Rams. Bills over the Pats, Bengals over the Raiders. Pretty simple in my book. So going back to today, what on earth happened to the Indianapolis Colts today? How do you lose to the Jaguars on a win in your end game? How did that happen? No touchdowns for Jonathan Taylor. And that being said, let's double that too. Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor have the same amount of touchdowns. So don't be like Taylor's good, but don't sleep on Austin Eckler either. So, but for the Colts to go into Jacksonville and lay an egg like that, and I mean, absolutely, they didn't, it wasn't close. They got their asses kicked by a really bad football team, a flawed ass football team. Uh, you may need to look at some things. I don't know that Carson Wentz is your guy. I know you committed to him, and now that he played so much, you lose a pick. So maybe Frank Reich can turn that around. But, man, that's that's tough. So as talking more about quarterbacks, something else that I thought about today, because the Titans sealed up their number one seed by beating the Texans. And I have not heard anyone say a thing about Deshaun Watson. Where is this fucking guy? What's going on with him? Are they going to let this guy play? Like, I know people are going to hate it. The whole thing seems sketchy to me. It seems very odd. I'm not saying that there wasn't something inappropriate going on or that the guy's a good guy. It just seems odd. Something seems odd. But that being said... Get to the bottom of it. Fucking end it. Let the kid play football or kick him out. Like, but don't leave him up in the air like this. Like, what the fuck? Like, I just, I want to know where he's going. I want to know what team he's going to end up on. If he's not going to play for Houston, let's get him somewhere. Is he going to be a Packer? Rogers going to go to the Steelers? Where's everybody going? Let me know. I want to know. So, just finishing up our rundown for the week, following week 18. The only thing that I thought about today, so you know, TJ Watt goes out and dominates. Defensive player of the year. He's got to be. And his brother won that once. I think it was only one time. J.J. Watt. And J.J. Watt will be back for the Cardinals possibly here shortly. He will most likely make an appearance in the playoffs. That being said, how kick-ass would it be for a family, or is it for a family, like either the Watt family or the Bosa family? Because both of the Bosa boys, Joey and Nick, are dominant. They're studs. They're fucking good. They're very, very good. But that being said, I think the Watt brothers take that trophy. 
I mean, even with the two of them, but you also got to throw Derek in there too. Derek's no bullshit. So on any given Sunday during an NFL season, the Watt family sits down to watch all three of their boys play professional football at a high, high level. You got to feel pretty good about your genes at that point. You got to think, man, I'm really doing something down here. Like, if you're ever hard up for money and you got that rolling around, you can sell that shit. Sell your seed, Mr. Watt. That guy's got boys coming out of him that are monster trucks. So I'm I just blown away that that family comes through like that and just dominates. It's pretty awesome. But that being said, you know, looking forward to another TB12 run. Uh, side note. Love watching Tom Brady force his way back into the game when it's completely out of hand just to make sure that Gronk gets another catch so dude gets a half a milli, another half million bucks in incentives. Good for him. Fuck him if he can't take a joke. I love it. So, again, we'll just real quick where I want to run over. If you guys want to hit me up, I'd love to hear your input on the playoff games. You got Bill's Pats. Bengals, Vegas, Eagles, Bucks, Niners, Cowboys, Chiefs, Steelers, Cardinals, and the Rams. So I didn't do it at the beginning because I was a little jacked up because of the nonsense that was the Chargers game. Uh, again, uh, as a prior military veteran or prior military service, as a, a military veteran, I would like to extend out to any veterans or service members that are struggling. If you are ever feeling up against it, you're having a tough time, feel free to reach out to us uh, on any one of our social medias, effing terrible sports on Facebook or TikTok or uh, Instagram for that matter. Or you can email me at effing terrible 13 at yahoo.com or you can just email us directly on our website, which is effing terrible.com. Uh, midweek we'll come back we'll talk more about the betting uh, i want to do a little talk about Kyrie and the what him being back i definitely want to do some talking about the bulls because they look great i know they lost tonight to the mavs but they look good so until let's call it midweek Ooh, also tomorrow night bama bulldogs Bama, Georgia for the national title. Uh, we've got a lot of money on George, or on uh, Bama. I dropped a large bet on them in the beginning of the year when I had good odds on it, and we're hoping for it to go well. So let's go, Bama. Roll damn tide. But until next week, we'll talk to you. Take, take, take it easy.